That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. It's Elizabeth Joyce, and this is the Sunday before Christmas. How exciting. Next Sunday, it'll be the day after Christmas. And uh, we're here tonight. My guest is the famed astrologer Mark Dodich, and we're going to be talking about what's up in the skies, uh, starting at the winter solstice right through March. And you know, as it is above, it is below. And it really is true because the energies affect a lot of action that happens on this planet. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Very good. Happy solstice. Oh, thank you. And so let's, where do we begin? We should begin with probably the full moon here today. Yeah, I noticed in your... um... Your email newsletter, you had talked about it uh, being aligned with Galactic Center. Yes, it is. That's kind of a, it's an abstract thing, but it's kind of a fun thing of 
what I like to tell people, even though there's no neat explanation for it, is maybe it's time to align ourselves with something higher than all the, uh, you know, the day-to-day nonsense we see on the news. Well, I'm going to try. I'm. We're having a meditation at three o'clock Eastern time on that day, and I've written something that involves the new eighth chakra that could really bring in some strong energy. So I hope that people will listen and go to the website, and you can sign up on my website, new-visions.com. So I'm glad that you know about it. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is? It says it's been 18,000 years since we've had this energy. Well, of course, you know, it was very popular back at the end of the Mayan calendar because that was kind of the definition of the Mayan calendar where the, um, oh, shall we say, if you were in ancient days and looked up at the sky, uh, there was like a black cloud in the uh, Milky Way, and it looked uh-huh. like uh, where, shall we say, the male would enter the female at the center was where the sun at galactic center is. Um, so it was kind of like this new birth kind of an archetype uh, that they went with. And, of course, every year when the um, sun is near the end of the sign Sagittarius, you know, a few days before winter solstice, every year the sun is aligned with galactic center. Well, that's, but this is really powerful. Look what we have. You know what I think is fascinating? We've got a brand new telescope that they're going to send out into space. And we're going to find new planets and new worlds and all kinds of things. Then we've got the winter solstice and we've got this lineup at the galactic center. I'm calling it a kiss from God. I do think it's going to be a giant Jupiter. And if you put into your mind that which you desire, that you can create it. Well, I certainly think with Jupiter entering Pisces on December 28th, that we're all going to be called to take a risk on ourselves to open up our belief system to a higher vision. Yeah, I think we're going to have some nice challenges because that's the positive part of the year. There's also a negative part of the year. On the 30th of December, uh, Mars returns to that point. Do you know what I'm talking about? And that usually means war. So I'm concerned about the energies for next year and how we can rise above them and stay in our visionary vibration. Well, and I think that's the choice each human being needs to make is are we going to go into the lower fearful based energies or are we going to uh, go beyond that? It's our choice. You know, I'm up here in New Hampshire and I'm finding out that a lot of people up here come from fear. And I do know there's a lot of drugs in this area. And I have been astonished at how fearsome some of these people are, especially with COVID. And it's just, it gets to be ridiculous. We have to be careful. Go ahead. Well, one thing we know for sure is the energy is going to get moving in the new year in a big way. Mm-hmm. And uh, how each of us responds to that and steps into it. And our, see, Jupiter rules our belief system. And we can either believe that the universe is supporting us by tapping into it, or the universe is, uh, shall we say, the sky is falling in. And that's each of us to decide. But, but Mark, the saddest part to me is that most people don't know how to tap in, which is why I'm doing this meditation on the 21st. There are people that don't have a clue and they just get in this fear 
and they don't know how to get out of it. And I think they struggle with depression. And I think that's part of the opioid problem. Well, and what works for me is I just keep reminding myself that it only takes that critical mass, that quantum level of people to open up to change for it to happen. We don't need everybody on board. That's true. You and know so what, what I say to people now, I've got something new I wanted to share. When you start feeling the fear and you start having thoughts that are negative, find your breath, look around and find your breath and then put your right thumb in the middle of your left palm and take a deep breath and that will center you. That is a great, great piece of advice. I also like to go out in nature uh, just to yeah, Well, sure. Yeah. If you can, but if you're in the middle of a corporate office, you know, and things look dark, you've got to find your breath. Going out in nature is always wonderful. When I was little, I had to go sit out under a tree until <laughs> I could come back back in the house. And like tell the Buddha, my, huh? Like the Buddha, but I didn't know about Buddha when I was five years old. I sure. knew about the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I had a couple of emails today that people wanted me to ask you whether the solstice is on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and when does it actually move into the solstice? So the solstice, winter solstice, is defined by the sun moving into Capricorn, and that is on uh, Tuesday the 21st at 10.59 a.m. Eastern time. So so Tuesday uh, late morning or... For those of us on the West Coast, early morning. Um, and and, it, and in, in the ephemeris, it shows it on Wednesday. I don't know why. Uh, well, I've cast a chart here, so I'm pretty confident that it's Tuesday at 10.59 a.m. your no, I, uh, I Eastern think that's time. Great. That's why we asked you. <laughs> so yeah. It's be Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. And uh, I think one of the significant things in that chart, you know how we cast a chart for the next three months, is yes. we just had Venus turn retrograde on uh, December 19th to January 29th. And, you know, Venus goes le- retrograde less often than all the other planets. You know, we also two, talk two years, right? Yeah, about every 20 months or so. Where, you know, the probably the, the listeners are probably tired of hearing us talk about Mercury retrograde, which happens three times a year. But Venus, only about every 20 months or so. And so Venus is both love and money. It's our value system. And the thing that's really interesting, uh, and and I know you know this, Elizabeth, how the planets go forward, retrograde, and forward again, is that this this is tied to uh, the planet Pluto. You know, Pluto Ah. is let God burn my bridges behind me. It brings up our darkest side. Yeah. Well, um, hidden things come to the surface, and um, whether that's yeah, things that are going on out in politics or in our personal lives. Uh, I got another email about that, Mark, uh, from somebody that wanted to know that just because Venus goes retrograde doesn't mean you have to fight and argue. It doesn't mean that you lose money. No, but because it's aligned with Pluto, uh, I would suggest that people are deciding what they need to release, what they're done with, what they need to let go of would be number one. Because Pluto's, Mm -hmm. you know, the burn your bridges behind you, let go and let God. And that's happening now. That's been happening since August. 
Yeah, it's been building up for a while because normally Venus only spends about 20 days in each sign. But, you know, it moved into Capricorn, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago and it stays in Capricorn into early March. Quite a long right, time. Because it retrogrades. But, you yeah. know, what I'm telling people is, see, Capricorn is your solid core foundation. It's not all that fancy highfalutin stuff. It's the nuts and bolts of your life. It's yeah. the disciplinarian. I call it the father sign. Yeah. And so in Capricorn with Venus, you know, on one level, I could be telling people, do they need to move their money around or make a budget or uh, mm -hmm. figure out their taxes or things like that? And on a relationship level, it's who belongs in my life and who no longer fits. But that's and, been happening all along. At least it has to me. I've had several people in the last few months not fit in my life. And I, it's because I don't like the way they treat me. I don't like somebody to say they're coming and not come or call. I don't like somebody that is supposed to be working for me that disappears for two weeks. It, yeah. It's just very strange, very strange behavior. Now, some of it I know is fear of COVID, but I don't understand some of it. I think it's use of drugs, frankly. That, or I think just a lot of people are choosing the fear-based because they can't see their way past it. Uh, which is sad, you know. It's sad. It's sad that people don't know the wonders of the other side, Mark. It's sad, but I think 2022 is going to open that up. I think by the time we get at the end of 2022, we're going to know about guides and angels. We're going to know that there's life on other planets, and we're going to have a shift of consciousness. Well, certainly Jupiter, which I like to call the Santa Claus God, since it's December. Um, expands our belief system and opens us up to new ways of thinking and higher ways. And, and uh, as, as you know, we use the term rulership that says uh, certain planets have favorite signs and Jupiter's two favorite signs are Pisces and Sagittarius. Uh, and right. so it's moving into Pisces. And one thing I've been telling my clients is see, if you remember back in the middle of May through, um, uh, July of this year, earlier this year, Jupiter started moving into Pisces, mm -hmm. uh, but only two degrees out of a possible 30 degrees in the sign. So mm -hmm. I call that a movie preview or, you know, when you put your toes in the water before you decide if you want to jump in. So I've been urging people to go back and look at May through July of this year to see what was teasing them or what did they kind of want to start pushing in their life, but maybe couldn't get around to it just then. Yeah, and I do think that's going to be unfolding. I think that people have had delays and upsets with their uh, future careers and with their desires to move and relocate. And I think that's all going to come to a head and change by the end of March. Because this, this galactic energy that's opened up is here until the end of March. So, Mark, if you meditate in it and you have a journal and you write down positive statements that you what you want to bring in i think that it's going to help bring that in don't you and and with jupiter and pisces i like to tell people that it's about going beyond this material world off into the etheric realm to bring a higher vision in that we can start I, working on when you know when jupiter moves into aries in may that's yeah. like get off your butt and get moving where now it's in it's open to this higher vision where is mars going to be in may I will have to pull out my little book of numbers and answer that question for you. Because I think that Jupiter and Mars together, if they're both in Aries, 
could also you're, present a problem. You're right. Um, um, Mars is uh, in Pisces most of the month of May, as is Jupiter in, and of course, Neptune too. So, um, uh, but Neptune has already been in Pisces for a number of years now. Yes, but when does it move into Aries? When do all three of them move into Aries? Well, Ma Mars, two, doesn't two move in, Mars doesn't move into Aries until uh, May 25th, whereas Jupiter yeah, moves into Aries like around the 10th or the 11th of May. So when uh, we go into June, that's when we have to be prepared for hot, hot summer, number one. Number two, hot people. And number three, really trying to have to fight for some changes that we need to make. Yeah, and, and you're right. The one level could be is if you've got people in your life who have anger issues, I uh -huh. would give them extra space come May. Uh, but the higher Maybe go level, on a vacation. <laughs> the higher level would be as we tap into this higher vision for us early in the year. And by the time we get to May, we're ready to start putting it into action. You won't even know that it's happening because you'll be so uh, pulled into your new life and your happiness and your balance that you won't really even know that this outer stuff is happening. I, I really believe that. Well, I, I, the way I'm looking at it, not to lead us in a different direction, but uh, my view is, is that the spiritual destiny nodes of the moon, which are your karma and your dharma, are going to move into Taurus and Scorpio in the middle of January for a year and a half, where for the last year and a half, they've been in Gemini and Sag, and that's, you know, I, I like to call Gemini the butterfly in the field of flowers all over the board. You know, I could do this, I could do that. Well, yeah. Taurus and Scorpio is more of a fish or cut bait, put up or shut up. It's time to stop, you know, exploring all the possibilities and make some choices is what's Yeah, funny. well, it, it also could, um, involving COVID, it could uh, lead to more lockdowns because it's going to keep you in place for a while. And we're going to come back with Mark in a few minutes. I'm excited about uh, what we're talking about. But we need to listen to the weekly cosmic tip. So we'll be back right after the cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for our weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of December 20th to December 26th. 2021. Festive cheers is in the air on Monday due to Mercury's trine with invigorating Uranus. Monday is a friendly day, so share a meal with people that are emotionally supportive with you. Winter solstice is on Tuesday, December 21st. There is an abundance of planets and action signs for the next three months. There is also a sense of bah humbug due to an overly sensitive Cancer moon being walked all over by its opposition to Pluto and Venus and Capricorn. This leads to easily hurt feelings and feelings of being slighted. But you will certainly not lack for things to do. Let me tell you a little bit about this divine energy that's coming in on the 21st for three months. We are aligning with the exact center of our galactic skies, right through the center of our universe, where, where our solar system works with the galaxy and this energy that's coming in is very powerful it's full of joy peace and love i call it a kiss from god and you can feel it in your third eye or in your crown chakra when you do your meditations so meditate strongly on the 21st work your chakras 
Go up to the eighth chakra, which is above your head, about six six feet, I'm, I'm going to say, more than inches, and let it bring in that wonderful white light. It's really an amber light of divine energy that will help see you through this next most difficult year. Venus continues to align with Pluto and Capricorn and is retrograde until January 29th. Capricorn is a serious, practical, and responsible planet. It's called the father of the zodiac. But with the moon in nurturing cancer, it suggests that you balance your productive efforts in the world with the more emotional needs for self-care. And many of us don't work with the emotional needs of self-care, and we really need to. With the moon zooming into Leo late Tuesday afternoon and trining Mars early Wednesday morning, the moon will brighten temporarily. But don't start to deck the halls quite yet. A stubborn T-square between the moon, Mars, and Saturn and Uranus will play out for the umpteenth time this year. With a fixed T-square of the year dragging around the usual fixed sign stubbornness. Don't be surprised if there are verbal disputes concerning celebrating a traditional Christmas observation versus opting for a more modern flair. Just don't leave out the meaning of Christmas. That's the birth of the Lord. Expansive Jupiter in the final days of his year in idealistic Aquarius is preparing to move into psychic Pisces on the 28th. Pisces is also a spiritual sign, so it may begin to open your heart. Look at where you need to shift your consciousness from the intellectual and scientific Aquarius into the intuitive, spiritual, and divine feminine Pisces. December 24th, of course, is Christmas Eve. This brings the final challenging square relationship between regulated Saturn and rebellious Uranus. This has been going on since February of 2021, and they'll still be close to each other through October of 2022, which promises to cast some kind of shadow over the 2022 midterm elections. But its effects are technically done, which means it will bring in some residue to clean up, which could be the new COVID virus. That could play a part in the cleaning up of the residue. But there's some other things that have to be cleaned up, too, such as how world leaders think and that we're being really dragged down in some very negative energy. Let's hope somebody has a big broom. This energy will be a doozy. This rare, heavy-hitting aspect will infuse the entire week next week, which we consider Christmas Eve, the week between Christmas and New Year's. It will have a tense, anxious energy. Take extra precautions when driving to avoid accidents and keep your mind sharp when out shopping the Christmas markets. That's always the week of returns. Be careful of other people's anger, other people's driving, and other people's intentions. And be very aware of security issues. I have an example that actually happened to me. An elderly is going out to their car, and a stranger comes along, offering to help them unload their basket into the car. Now, that's a setup for a robbery. This happened to me at Home Depot when I was in Austin, Texas, and a white truck, my car was in the handicap spot, and a white truck went back at me and blocked me, 
and there was a driver of the truck and the young kid in the passenger side got out and offered to help me. Well, I started talking very loudly and told him to get out of here. And he did leave. He stayed very calm and he said, well, can I at least take your basket back? I said, that's fine. And then I got in the car and locked the door. And they did pull away. But, you know, they didn't have to pull away, except they were near the open door to the uh, exit from Home Depot. It's very lucky I was in that position because I'm sure that they had bad intentions. The energy on Christmas Eve will intensify due to the moon's opposition to Jupiter and the squaring of Mars at the same time, leading to clashes in ideology and fights. The task this year has been to create more freedom for yourself and your ideals while still being responsible. December 25th, Christmas Day, is fairly quiet under a keep it simple Virgo moon. Luckily, Christmas Day features a more festive time with trines from the moon to Uranus and Mercury, creating a loose grand trine to the grounding Earth signs. Meanwhile, this energy conjuncts Venus and Pluto, and this brings on the energy of peace and goodwill. The day after Christmas is a continuation of this good planet vibe, which is upbeat, while Mercury sextiles with dreamy Neptune, sending some strong positive rays over to Venus and Pluto. There could be some deep gratitude and thankfulness for the Christmas you enjoyed with your family and loved ones. Venus is moving retrograde now, as we all know. And this aligns with the let go and let God Pluto once again. This alignment started on December 11th and doesn't end until the first week in March of 2022. And you are letting go of those old values, people, and activities that no longer resonate with the new year that's developing. Many, many of us are trying to give up our habits like smoking or over drinking or using drugs. And they're trying to get clear. We're going to need to be clear for this coming year, 2022. So hang in there, you guys. On Sunday, the moon moves into harmonious Libra. And mental Mercury is in harmony with dreamy Neptune. This is a good day to share with your close friends or work on your vision and resolutions for the coming year. This is Elizabeth Joyce with visions of reality wishing everyone a wonderful holiday season merry christmas happy hanukkah and may everybody enjoy this new year of course you know we have negative energies at the end of the year which i'll talk about next week it's best to plan to stay in maybe have a few neighbors over the website is new-visions.com if you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out, and now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce and her guest, astrologer Mark Dodich. And I'm back with Mark Dodich. And we are talking about what's coming in for 2022. And there's some very exciting things that are coming, as well as some upsetting aspects that you never know what that's going to bring. So, Mark, we were talking about the North Nodes. Can you explain that a little bit more? 
Sure. So first off, there's nothing up in the sky called a node. It's just intersection points of the, in this case, the moon going around the earth and the earth going around the sun. And the, like for those who know their, their astrology chart, the horseshoe that looks like it's upside down, like you put over the door is the south node or what we would call the, what you brought in from the past or past lives, if you believe in them. It's your bag of tricks you bring into this life, what the Hindus would call your karma. Uh, which is no judgment on the word karma, it's just the total experiences. And then the North Node looks like a headphone symbol, and that's your dharma, what you've come to grow into. Well, these nodes travel around the circle every 18 and a half years. So when you're 18 and a half, when you're 37, when you're 55, they come back to home base and you start a new soul Disney cycle. So um, they have been in the polarity of Gemini and Sagittarius for the last year and a half. Uh, since spring of 2020, and in the middle of January, they're going to move into the next place, which is um, uh, Taurus and Scorpio. So mm-hmm. uh, now that Taurus lands on my Saturn and Uranus. So, so absolutely, <laughs> if it lands on something in your chart, um, in my sixth house, that's. Yeah, and so that's obviously your work or health or healing or pets or old sixth house issues. Yeah, you know, I just had Uranus um, on my Uranus, and my little girl got some poison last week, and I had to rush her down to the vet. She's all right, but it scared me, and I thought about that because I know it was pets. We'll want to watch that because uh, Pisces is associated with poisons. Oh, really? That's interesting. Oil, um, obviously spirituality, essential oils. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, neat. Yeah. And Uh, movies. (laughs) Well, even caffeine is classified as a a Neptune drug in astrology. So you you run down to Starbucks, shall we call it. We have a caller for you, Mark. Her name is Cynthia Hall, and she's from Appleton, Wisconsin. Her birthday is July 13th, 1963. Are you there, Cynthia? Yes, I am. Thank you. And what city and state were you born in? Same one. Appleton, Appleton. Wisconsin. Yes. Well, how are you tonight? Thank you for calling. Let's find out. Oh, Mark thank needs you. a minute so to cast your chart. Well, yes, I'm, um, I'm looking at it now. Uh, uh, Cynthia, do you know the term Saturn return? Yes. When you can tell your friends that know astrology that, oh, I'm, I'm entering my Saturn return, ah. you poor baby. <laughs> so Saturn is the planet of the core structure of our life. It's uh, rules, regulations. It's it's the nuts and bolts part of our life. It's the sacrifice it, in the short term for the long it term. It absolutely changes your life. And aren't there three in a lifetime, Mark? That's how rare they are. Well, yeah, they approximately every 29 years. So I like to joke that your first 29 years, you're either doing what your parents told you or you're rebelling against them. Your okay. second 29 years, which you were in the completion phase of over the next several months, um, is, you know, you're doing your life, life work, you're raising your kids. And the phase that you're entering is what I like to call what's on my bucket list. I'm not getting any younger. Now, some people at this Saturn return that you're coming into next year, 
um, become the wise elder. Like they get promoted to be the CEO of the company and they go out and teach other people how to do what they need to do. And other people say, I'm tired of doing what I've been doing. I want to work on my bucket list and start creating, you know, what I want with the time I have left on planet Earth. So, so what's happening new- with Cynthia? <clears throat> wow, because, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm thinking of letting go um, of two things, letting go and let God, or um, staying and, you know, preparing for retirement and keeping working and everything else, or make a major job change and move. So, so well, that's probably what you're going to do. But go ahead, Mark. Well, I just say, uh, at 58 and 59, first you get a Saturn return, and second you get what's called a Jupiter return, which is a 12-year cycle. Now, that won't happen until 2023. And so what I would say over this next two years, if you decided tomorrow I'm going to leave what I'm doing and go do something else, you're going to be in limbo for a year and a half to two years, which there's nothing wrong with that. Or you say, I'll stay in, I like to call it, I'll I'll add to my war chest so that when I do leave, when these two new cycles are both started, then you'll have uh, more cash in pocket for what you want to accomplish. Uh, Cynthia, I have to ask you an important question. Do you have Mm -hmm. a job offer already? I have a job offer, but I'm, like I said, I'm a little circumspect because I don't know if I can trust these people. And should I go with the sure thing or should I go with the maybe, but you're going to make more money? What do you think, Mark? Well, we're having a very difficult year this next year. Well, with this Pisces energy coming in, the low side of Pisces is deception and illusion. And so if she's already having intuitive hits that there may not be uh, integrity in the group, I'd listen to my intuition. I would, too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what I'll I would do. Go with the sure thing. Sure thing, even though it's no. not just, uh, as much money. Okay, yeah. yeah, but let me tell you something. We're going to have a very difficult year this year. A very difficult. It'll be five times what we just lived through. So I want mm. to tell you to buckle down, hang in mm. there, and keep doing what you're doing. And when you get to the end of 2022, into 2023, number one, you'll be adjusting to your Saturn return. And number two, new new things will open up that will probably be better. And that, that's and Jupiter's as far as expansion. I'm sorry? I, I didn't hear what you just said. I would say as far as you getting you vibing anything on safety, the safety of myself, the safety of my children. Um, You're saying faith? Safety, she's safety. asking. Oh, safety. We all have to worry about safety, Cynthia. So anything that you can do uh, to bring in security, even if you use Alexa or whatever you use, would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. So staying in a, in a safe community rather than going to a, you know, metropolitan area or a larger city, staying oh. in smaller cities. Stay out of the city, stay out of the city, stay out of the city, stay out of the city. I heard that in my head for six months when I was wow. living okay. in New York and I moved mm-hmm. out. So stay put, keep a watch. And I'm sure something wonderful will come along in another year after you adjust to it. What do you think, Mark? 
Yeah, I would just say that if if your sole reason for changing is for the money, that usually isn't a good reason for doing things. If there's mm-hmm. more to that decision than the money, then I would explore it further. But um, going for you the did. books rarely works. And you did say that you didn't know if you could trust them. And there right. you go. There's your intuition. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you have ahead, to follow so- that matches. <laughs> Cynthia, you have to follow up with me. I've got some stories I can tell you offline. Meanwhile, thank you for calling. Let's find out. Thank you Denise so much. God bless you. Is calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. Denise is calling in. Mark, and her birthday is January 21st, 1958, from Valencia, California. Denise, are you there? Yes. Hi. Where were you born, city and state? Uh, west of Vena, California. Did you get that, Mark? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've got it. I'm looking at it right okay, now. Great. One interesting thing, uh, Cynthia, is um, not Did to it? get too astrological on you, but you were born when Venus was retrograde. And if you heard earlier, we were saying Venus doesn't go retrograde very often. So very few people have that in their chart. And here mm-hmm. you were born with Venus retrograde. And um, uh, and here is Venus just turned retrograde a couple days ago. Well, the 19th, that's today, right? Um, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, some people tell me that when they have a planet retrograde in their chart, they do better when the planet is retrograde out in the sky. And then other people tell me that's not true at all. <clears throat> so uh, anyway, where I'm going with that is I would start you off with last summer, July, August. Uh, actually, I can even go as far as May of last year, or this, you know, 2021, is when Saturn started sitting on your Venus. And Saturn is a sacrifice in the short term for the long term good. I need to restructure some aspect of my life. And Venus is, you know, the love and money planet. So we'd say restructuring. And that'll actually be finished by the time we get to the middle of February. But uh, you have to look at it as a process. I don't know if that's. Can't that be buying property? Well, buying or selling property or moving their money around in their 401k um, Mm. or relationships. You know, what relationships do I need better boundaries with or, you know, where do I need to be in or out? I don't know. what did uh, Cynthia, did you have a, or I mean, um, did you have a, um, Denise, have a particular question? I'm just, you know, concerned about my future. Ask a specific question, Denise. A specific question. And and Um, if you can't, that's okay, too. Yeah, I can't think of where do you see me in the next several months. No, that's not a specific question. The specific question is, so I'm moving. Am I going to get a new job? That type of thing. Yeah. What I can say in general is... You've been in this big restructuring process since last May of -hmm. what you value and what you no longer value. And after we get past February 3rd, when, because see, we didn't talk about it yet, but we're going to have Mercury retrograde too in starting in sign Aquarius. And you're probably a double Aquarius. Um, I, I need to actually run the exact time on the computer to know where your moon sign was, but it looks to me like you're, 
Sun and Moon are both in Aquarius, unless you were at the very end of Capricorn. Anyway, the point is we've been doing this major restructuring thing in Aquarius, and you have Aquarius in your chart one way or another. And so you have to look at the long-term aspect of your life uh, rather than what should I do now? What What is a long-term? What is my future holding? That's where I would go with that. Okay. Will oh, I be moving or will I have Denise, a Denise, 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 we have to take a break. I appreciate your calling. We can talk offline okay. and thank you for calling. Let's find out. Okay, thank and you. And now it's time for us to take our half hour break and we'll be back. We're going to hear a wonderful song because it's coming into the Christmas holiday. We're going to hear Angels We Have Heard on High. And Mark and I will be back after these messages in a little bit. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's find out. An honored guest come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out remember if it's not mainstream it's on bbs radio so now let's find out with host elizabeth joyce
Take a deep breath. That was very powerful. That was the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and I dedicate that song to my sister, Clara May, out in California. So we're back with Mark Dodich, and Mark, we do have a caller. Her name is Catherine. She's from Gulfside area in Florida. She's born May 15, 1998 in Manhattan, New York. Are you there, Catherine? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, thank you for calling. Let's find out. Do you have a question for Mark? Um, oh, what should I expect <laughs> in 2022? <laughs> so, so she's a fun one to look at. Um, uh, you were born with Jupiter in Pisces, and you remember earlier in the show we said Jupiter was moving into Pisces on December 28th. So you are in the process. Mm -hmm. Now, this is going to be more towards March, April, but you are ending the last 12 years of your life and starting a new 12-year plan. And Jupiter is your belief system, so I must expand. I must open up to more is the other thing. And then if you remember, we were talking about these soul destiny nodes moving into Taurus and Scorpio in the middle of January. Well, in April, those nodes are going to sit on your sun and the planet Mars in your chart. So Mars is your masculine side, your male warrior, how you deal with males or masculine energy. And the sun, of course, is your life force. So come next spring, you've got this new 12-year plan and, in a sense, a new 18-and-a-half-year soul destiny plan starting. So first off, I would say, <laughs> what do you not want to carry into this new cycle? Um would be my starting place for you. What are you done with that needs to be released? And what are the seeds you're planting now for this new 12 and in, in another sense, an 18 year cycle? So, yay, that's good stuff. <laughs> that sounds like good stuff. <laughs> but you know what's good, Catherine? What you can do is visualize and decide where you want to go and watch the energies take you there because they will. They really okay. will. This is your lucky year. Once every 12 years, so go for it. But remember, <laughs> I feel like everyone else is having the worst year of their lives. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not you. Well, just remember that you, uh, you need to open up to a larger belief system, not participate in limited thinking. No, you got to meditate oh, and be open. That's what this whole past year has been, just signs upon signs and I wasn't even a uh, religious or spiritual person until now. Good girl. So good girl. <laughs> Welcome to the club. We've got about two million members. <laughs> it's a great Jude, club to thank, be a part of. <laughs> it certainly is. Thank you for calling. Let's find out, Catherine. And Mark, we have another yeah, caller. We have a Patricia from California. Hi. Patricia, January 29th, 1964. Where are you in California, Patricia? San Jose. And where were you born, city and state? I actually was born in Mexico, in Mexicali. Where? The city of Mexicali. In Mexicali, okay. in Mexico. Yeah. Elizabeth, I'm just looking at an ephemeris. I don't really need the city-state. Oh, okay. I'm not doing the ascendant. I will tell you that um, uh, she has uh, Venus and Pisces 
And now this is just me joking and teasing you a little bit, but uh, in February, Jupiter's going to line up with your Venus. And that's when I tell people to go buy a lottery ticket. It's like a lucky combination. Ooh. Now, not, oh, everybody, not everybody's luck comes through <laughs> gambling. Sometimes yeah. it comes through your hard work in other ways. It depends how it actually lands in your chart. But it's considered to be a lucky Ooh. thing that only happens every 12 years. So, wow. uh, uh, But it's also about you taking a risk on your values, uh, taking a risk on who belongs in your life and who doesn't belong in your life anymore. Because, see, Venus is both love and money. And wow. so depends and on... And also housing. Venus is houses, right? Property, yeah, and property and position. Some people yeah. buy or sell property under such a thing. It just depends where it lands in your chart. Is to, in other words, sometimes it would land in a gambling house, but other time it would land in a career house. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so you, you need know. to know more details to know where the luck is. But I always tell people if it's a lucky transit, you only need one ticket to win if, if you're going to win. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, oh, that's great. And then the other thing that's real nice is the planet Saturn has been in Aquarius since December of 2020. And, you know, there it spends about two and a half years in a sign. And basically, pretty much all year, it's been sitting on the planet Mars in Aquarius in your natal chart. And see, Mars mm-hmm. is hurry up, I want it yesterday. And Saturn is be patient, be practical, one step at a time. And Mars is, I have no stinking patience. I want what I want when I want it. <laughs> So the good news is, is you're starting to move away from that. You still need to be working on the long-term plan. But uh, the good news is this thing that's been, I'll call it the weight of the world on your shoulders. Like Saturn's the old guy on December uh, 31st, you know, the beard and the whole deal. And, uh, you know, Mr. Patience. So the good thing is that's moving off of you. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. So, Patricia, it That's looks like you're okay. going to have an interesting, charming, wonderful year next year. And thank you for oh, calling great. Let's Find Out. It's always wonderful thank to you. hear from others. And, Mark, mm-hmm. we have Bye. to discuss one more thing before we go off the air. I want to do this Mercury and Venus retrograde at the same time. And isn't that in February or January? So the uh, Venus retrograde is December 19th to January 29th in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And the Mercury retrograde starts on uh, January uh, 14th and in Aquarius and then goes retrograde into Capricorn until February 3rd. And as you just said, both of them, at not at the same time, but during this uh, December-January cycle, are landing on Pluto. And Pluto is power. It's transformation. Uh, I like in my esoteric astrology, I like to use the example of Archangel Michael, you know, the guy with the sword who cleans anything that gets between you and God's source that doesn't belong there. Fears, ego, self-worth, so that when we use our power, we're using it based upon our connection to source. And so this is we're changing and transforming our value system as, as we use love and money for Venus as our example. Of course, it's more than that. What do we need to let go of and what are we opening up to? And Mercury is we need to transform the way we're thinking about our world. And, of course, Aquarius is innovation. What's next? What's the next step coming down the pike? So, And the important uh, thing to remember is if you lose something like a friend or a job, that something else is going to come in and replace it that will be much better. I do promise that. Don't you think, Mark? I always hope so, but I always want to, like – 
you know, smack those new age people one side of the head when they say when door one door opens, closes, the next one opens. And I know it's yeah. true, but it's also yeah, but it can be seven years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like hurry up, like tell me when, you know. Uh, <laughs> but but my understanding of the universe is that when you're done with something, you have to let go of it. You can't wait for a guarantee that something else is coming. When you're done, you just need to say, I'm done and trust the process. And just say thank you very much for the time that we shared and what I learned. You know, I worked with Louise Hay for a long time, and she taught us all, really instilled in us, that when an upset comes, to ask yourself two questions. One, how did I bring this to myself? And two, how can I love it? And you'd be surprised at some of the inner answers you get with that, because that's how we grow with the soul. It, and everybody, to, everybody right. comes into to our life to teach us something, and we always get something out of it, right, Mark? Yeah, and sometimes we need to dig for those answers. Um, when when my sister was announced with stage four cancer, oh, you know, boy. of course you think, oh my God, this is horrible. Okay. Uh -huh. And I heard her say one thing. She's passed now, so I can talk out of school about her. But um, she says, I didn't know how many people loved me. And, and you know, as a result of getting cancer, of course, all these people stepped up to help and, you know, uh, be good oh, sure. human beings. And I thought, oh, look at this lesson that she learned through this disease. And as outsiders, we tend to judge it. Oh, this is a horrible disease. And it is. But I also saw a lot of good came out of it. Um, when when my sister was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, she told me that she had been praying to die for two years. And I said, well, you got your wish. Yeah, boy. And she, she did all right with it. She said she was ready to go. It was very interesting. She was my identical twin, so it was really very interesting. A lot of growth for me, too. Well, and there's a classical old book. I can't even remember Augustus or somebody. But when something good would happen, they'd say, well, wait and see. And something bad would come out of something good. And then out of something bad would happen. And they'd say, wait and see. And something good would come out of it. You but know, that's the cycle of life. It's the cycle of light is exactly. And it's our job to find the blessings and the challenges, not just think, oh, poor me. And you know what, Mark? We got to remind ourselves on that when Mercury and Venus conjunct Pluto. Yeah, and the beauty is we get to step into our power, and the challenge is we have to let go of that which is taking our power away or no longer resonates with us. Mm -hmm. So it's a good so thing. Is, it, is there anything important that we need to hear? We're coming to the end of the show, and you've been wonderful. Uh, is there any other tips that we need to know between now and March? First, I would say with Jupiter moving into Pisces, it's, it's we need to go beyond the veils of this world to bring that new vision in from outside. And as we get into May, when Jupiter moves into Aries, we'll be calling ourselves to act on it in a bigger way. But that requires us all to be willing to go beyond our limited set of beliefs to say, mm -hmm. I'm ready for more. I'm ready for what's next. Or I'm ready to change what I was thinking into something new. Yeah, it's it's heavy-duty transformation. It's beautiful, and it's just time to step up into that which is next for us. And that requires us to let go of that which we're done with. So you can't hang on to it. If somebody wants to walk away, just let them walk. 
Thank you for joining us tonight, Mark. I'm going to pray and hope that you'll be back with us in March because you give so much to this show and to the people that listen. Um, anyway, I know you're going to semi-retirement, but we love you. So we hope you'll at least take one night to be back with us. Thank you. Okay, this is Elizabeth Joyce, and we're at the end of the show. Next week will be the night after Christmas, so I'm going to be on with Frank, and we're going to tell you what about 2022, and that will be psychic readings. Both of us will be giving psychic readings on the 26th, if you have time to listen. And I do want to remind you of the meditation that we're doing Tuesday, the solstice, and we're going to become galactic citizens. With this meditation, it will be very strong and very deep. It will introduce you to your own eighth chakra. The information is on my website, new-visions.com. Please come join us. We're going to Zoom. So everybody will meet everybody, and we can look into each other's eyes, and that will be exciting. Now it's time for our meditation, and the meditation is called Meld into the Light, but we're going to hear a very special song before then that I just had to play by William Vitalis. Come to me, my Lord. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas, and I'll see you next week. Good night. Outside of
for the Let's Find Out Meditation. Please sit with both feet flat on the floor, spine straight, close your eyes. Take some deep breaths and begin to relax. Feel the light pouring into your crown chakra throughout your body. God is the foundation of health, prosperity, wisdom, and eternal joy. We make our life filled and complete when we have daily contact with God. Take the time. Give your attention to the almighty power that is giving you life, strength, and wisdom. Pray that unceasing truth flow into your mind, unceasing strength flow into your body, unceasing joy fill your soul. Take a deep breath. Feel the Shakti energy filling you up with light. Feel your inner self tingling and receiving this light and thrilling at the freedom and joy it brings. Feel this light flowing through your entire being. Become one with the spiritual energies of your blessed higher self. Join your body with your universal body. Feel it. Join with it meld into it and become the light being that you are. Take a deep breath. Know your strength. Know your path. And walk it as a son or daughter of God.